Hello and welcome to Bill Stern's Sports Newsreel from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With the Colgate Shave Cream Sports Newsreel. Bill Stern, the Colgate Shave Cream Man, is on the air. Bill Stern, the Colgate Shave Cream Man, with stories rare. Take his advice and you'll look keen. You'll get a shave that's really clean. You'll be a Colgate brushless pair. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. This is Bill Stern speaking from Hollywood, California, and bringing you the 431st edition of the Colgate Shave Cream Sports Newsreel. We're speaking from Hollywood tonight. And I guess here in Hollywood is the famous star, Ronald Reagan. But before we present Ronald Reagan in person, here is Real One. You know, here in Hollywood, men have to look their best. That means a good shave. Well, shaving can be smooth, cool, and comfortable. To prove it, Colgate offers you this swell proposition. There's one buck cash. Says Colgate Brushless wins you in a flash. That's right, one buck cash. If you're not completely won over to a clean, close, comfortable shave, a shave that you get with Colgate Brushless Shave Cream, you'll spot the difference immediately. Colgate Brushless takes the cruelty out of shaving, makes it slick and sweet. Instead of feeling abused, your face actually feels refreshed after the shave. And here's why. Because it's light and finer textured, Colgate Brushless completely surrounds, softens, and supports each bristle better than greasy, heavy creams. No matting down, no clogging. Your razor doesn't skid or slip when you use Colgate Brushless, but cuts through clean and smooth. You'll see how that light, finer-textured Colgate Brushless wins you. It prevents razor pull and scrape, leaves your face truly soft, supple, and relaxed. Get a large or giant-sized tube or jar of Colgate Brushless and try it for one week. Then, then if you're not thoroughly convinced that it's a smooth, clean, truly comfortable shave, well, just send me the carton top back and you'll receive one dollar. Address Bill Stern, Kara Colgate, Jersey City, Zone 2, New Jersey. You can't lose. Remember, there's one buck cash, says Colgate Brushless, wins you in a flash. Real two. Profile. Of 1947. Today is the second day of a new year. I wonder what this new year will bring. And yet in wondering that, I can't help remembering what other years have already brought. Wouldn't it be wonderful if we could push those years back and relive the great sporting moments of yesteryear? Let's begin by going all the way back to the year of 1921. To July the 4th of that year to a spot called Boyle's 30 Acres in Jersey City. This is the day that Georges Carpentier, the Orchid Man of France, is fighting Jack Dempsey for the heavyweight championship of the world. And had you been one of the few people then to own a radio, you would have heard... Dempsey hits him with a left. All right, a left, another right. Carpentier's down, he's out. Dempsey is still the heavyweight champion of the world. Dempsey wins by a knockout. Jack Dempsey is still the champion. That was the first prize fight ever broadcast. But did you know it never would have been? It never would have been broadcast if the man who broadcast it had not stolen the broadcasting equipment from the United States Navy. And when the Navy found out that their equipment had been stolen to broadcast this fight, 
They wanted to call the broadcast off. And they might have to. That is, they might have called this broadcast off if it hadn't been for one man. One man who okayed the use of that Navy equipment, even though it was stolen. That man had been the assistant secretary of the Navy. For the man who saved that first fight broadcast was Franklin Delano Roosevelt. That was way back in 1921. Let's skip over ten years for our next memory. Now it's the year of 1931. March the 31st. See that airplane up there? That's a big twin-engine passenger plane. Look! Look! Something's wrong. It's in trouble. That airplane's out of control. That plane's falling. Look out! Look out! That plane's going to crash! Yeah, extra! Extra! Plane crashes in Kansas! Notre Dame's famous football coach killed! Newt Rockney dead! Extra! Read all about it! Newt Rockney killed in plane crash! Remember that? Ah, but we've only started. And as we begin this new year, it seems so appropriate to think back over the past years. And speaking of the past years, let's move along to the year of 1938. Joe Lewis is fighting Max Schmeling for the heavyweight championship of the world. It figures to be quite a fight. For the last time they met, Joe Lewis was knocked out by Max Schmeling. So now, in the year of 1938, these two are to meet again. And because Adolf Hitler thinks that Max Schmeling is going to win again, Hitler has ordered every radio in Germany tuned in to the fight. A special German announcer is in America broadcasting the fight back to Germany. Heil Hitler, we are broadcasting from the Yankee Stadium in America. But now Max Schmeling is ready to begin the fight. Ah, Schmeling is hitting Lewis. Ah, Schmeling is there, good. Now Lewis is after Schmeling. Lewis is hitting Schmeling. Unglaublich, unglaublich. After that, there was dead silence. For the German government, when they heard that Schmeling was in trouble, ordered that the broadcast be cut off. No German ever heard the rest of that fight. They never heard Max Schmeling get knocked out. Ah, but there were other men. Memories of a day one year later. A day in the year of 1939. The war years were just beginning. And this is the story of a man who, during those war years, was sentenced to death. And yet, in front of thousands of people, even though he knew he was dying, he said, I think I'm the luckiest man alive. The luckiest man alive? Two years later, he was dead. For that man who said he was lucky, even though he knew he was dying was Lou Gehrig. Ah, remember. Funny how we keep remembering. Remembering other years and other days. But we got to keep moving along now. Now we're up to 1941. This time we're at the Polo Grounds in New York City. We're watching a football game between the New York Giants and the Green Bay Packers. It's an exciting game. And had you been home listening to it in the midst of that excitement, you'd have heard the announcer say... The New York Giants have the ball. They come out of the huddle. It's a single wing to the right. Here comes the play. Just a moment, ladies and gentlemen. Just a moment. I've just been handed a bulletin. The Associated Press has just announced that the Japs have bombed Pearl Harbor. (laughs) 
Ah, some memories we'd like to forget, the war years. But finally, those war years were over, and sports came back to normal. And that brings us up to this last year. Who can forget some of the thrilling stories of last year? For instance, the day when a doctor told a great athlete, I'm sorry to have to tell you this, son, but you're a drug addict. A drug addict. The boy who they told that to was the former welterweight champion of the world, Barney Ross. But Barney Ross didn't try and hide the fact that he took drugs. Instead, he publicly announced, This may be the toughest fight I ever had. But so help me, I'm going to lick it. And he did lick it. But perhaps the most dramatic story that happened last year happened only a few weeks ago when one of the greatest sporting figures this country has ever known passed away. He was a champion among champions. As a matter of fact, only a few years ago, the governor of his state proudly said... As governor, I hereby do declare you to be the number one citizen of our state. Maybe that was the biggest honor he ever received. But you know, I don't think anything pleased him any more than something his boss once told him. I know money means nothing to you, but I'd like you to know that you've made over a million dollars for me. And I'll never forget it. Why, even the wife of a president of the United States, Mrs. Franklin D. Roosevelt, paid him high tribute. It takes a great champion like he is to make us realize what America stands for. Who is this person who can make a million dollars and have a governor and Mrs. Roosevelt bestow such praise on him? Who is he? Well, let's go down to Lexington, Kentucky, where on his tombstone is an inscription which reads, Here lies the finest horse the state of Kentucky has ever bred. The immortal man of war. Uh, just a minute, Bill Stern. May I say something? Certainly. Ladies and gentlemen, here is in person the famous movie star Ronald Reagan. All right, Ronald. Well, Bill, I think you forgot one of the great sports stories of all time. The story of George Gipp. Perhaps it's because I played the part on the screen in Canute Rockney All-American that I know the story so well. But, Bill, don't leave out the story of George Gipp. He was one of Notre Dame's finest football players. But he was a hard boy to handle. Gave Rockney lots of trouble. Hated to practice, and finally, in his senior year, just before the last game of the season, he caught pneumonia. He knew he should have stayed in bed, but he also remembered how much Notre Dame meant to him. And now he had only one game left to play. That night, George Gibbs sneaked out of the college infirmary and rejoined the Notre Dame team. He told Rock he was all right. And the next day, with a temperature of 105, he played his greatest game of football. They took him back to South Bend on a stretcher. For days, he hung between life and death. And then one day, as the students waited, waited outside the infirmary in the snow for bulletins on his condition, George Gibbs died. Knut Rockney was with him. You can't leave that story out, Bill. No, you're perfectly right, Ronald Reagan. I guess I can't. Funny, though, that you should bring in Midwestern football. For the strangest sports story in my book of memories is a story that's wrapped around a football team from the Midwest. A story that began one day back way in the year of 1909, back in St. Paul, Minnesota, when an excited boy named Bill Purdy burst into the room of his friend Carl Beck and said, Carl, hey, Carl, look, a music publishing company here in St. Paul is offering $100 to whoever can write the best college song for the University of Minnesota. Minnesota's my alma mater. What do you say we write that song? And so, Bill Purdy and Carl Beck sat down to write a song, a song for the University of Minnesota. They did write a song, a song that's since become very, very famous. For that day, in trying to write that song for the University of Minnesota, they found out that after they'd written the music for Minnesota, the words didn't fit the song. And so because of this, that song that they wrote for Minnesota became... On Wisconsin, on Wisconsin, one right through that line. And that's the story of how one of the most famous collegiate songs ever written ever came to be written. 
for Wisconsin's famous on Wisconsin was written for the University of Minnesota. On, on, on. Profile. Sports memories of other days. Rail 3, Don Stanley. There's one buck cash. Says Colgate Brushless wins you in a flash. Here's why we're so sure Colgate Brushless Shave Cream will win you to these wonderfully clean, close, and smooth shaves that also soothe and comfort your skin. Bill Stern can put it in a nutshell. Because it's light and finer textured, Colgate Brushless completely surrounds, softens, and supports each bristle better than greasy, heavy creams. No matting down, no clogging. Your razor doesn't skid or slip. When you use Colgate Brushless, it cuts through clean and smooth. That lighter, finer texture answers your shaving problems, fixes the tough beard, soothes the tender skin. Try it and see. Remember, if Colgate Brushless doesn't convince you after one week's shave, just send a carton top from your large or giant-sized tuber jar, and I'll mail you $1 immediately. Address Bill Stern, Kara Colgate, Jersey City, Zone 2, New Jersey. There's one buck cash, says Colgate Brushless wins you in a flash. Real four. Since we're broadcasting from Hollywood tonight, here once again is one of Hollywood's great stars, Ronald Reagan. Ronald Reagan said something to me before this program went on the air. I'd like him to repeat it right now on the air, Ronald. Well, ladies and gentlemen, whether or not most of the world achieves peace and democracy this year depends greatly on all of us. We must not seem divided over race or religion. Discrimination and hate are the weapons of our enemies. Let's show the world we're strong and united and free. Good night. Thank you very, very much, and good night, Ronald Reagan. That, ladies and gentlemen, is a 3 mark for tonight. We've been speaking tonight from Hollywood, California. Next Friday evening, we'll be back same time, same stations, again broadcasting from Hollywood, where our guest will be the famous comedian, Eddie Cantor. So be sure and be with us our usual time next Friday evening, same time, same stations, when we present as our guest the famous comedian, Eddie Cantor. See you then. And until then, I'll be seeing you on the screen in the News of the Day newsreel at your favorite Lowe's or Associated Theaters. Now, until next Friday night at this very same time, this is Bill Stern wishing you all a good, good night from Hollywood, California. Bill Stern, the Colgate Shape Cream Man, is on his way. Bill Stern, the Colgate Shape Cream Man, had lots to say. He told you tales of sport heroes, the inside dope he really knows. So listen in next Friday night. C-O-L-G-A-P-E. Ronald Reagan appeared on this program courtesy of Warner Brothers and will shortly be seen starring in The Voice of the Turtle. The Bill Stern show tonight came from Hollywood. This is NBC, the national broadcasting company.